0: Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. Your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. We're at the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show. And the cool thing about the show is every anyone who is anyone in ice fishing is here. And we have one of the guys that just about everybody who's ever gone ice fishing knows who he is and loves him. It's Brian Bro Brosdahl. Brian, thanks for joining the show. Oh, thank you. I was looking over my shoulder and seeing who it could be. <laughs> you know what's fun about this is behind you. There's a big window. And there's lots of people walking by, and throughout the show, you'll have people peeking in and looking, seeing what's going on here. So yeah, make sure you give them a wave once in a while. There's lots of fun stuff happening out there. Oh, it's
1: great. I, I love this. It's a,
0: uh, it's very fraternal. It's fun,
1: and and uh, every. It seems like we're just we're separated by such a few degrees. You know, uh, it's it's amazing uh, seeing people from year to year and everybody wants to go fishing and they want to ice fish and it ain't hard to want to go ice fishing we love it it's here and i think sometimes living here some people don't appreciate it there's people who come from warm climates that don't have ice and they'll fly up to go ice fishing and from other countries to fish here and try it on the ice it's truly an amazing thing and it can be cold but most more than anything else it could be a lot of fun
0: yeah we're seeing it out here on the show floor right now tons and tons of people and the sport is really growing what do you think is behind the growth of ice fishing right now well ice fishing is something you could do with everybody uh in a boat you could
1: take Two or three, four people, whatever the Coast Guard recommendations are, on the ice, you can bring a small town. <laughs> you know, if it's a t- tournament, you got to get a permit, but it's it's about being able to go and and the ability to fish with uh in, in a way that's not very expensive. It's cost effective, a bucket and a way to get through the ice, some rods. And when I started, I I made rods, you know, out of broken summer rods and and. Uh, And it's so simple but you know ice fishing can be what you want it to be if you want to do it a simple way or you could be a fish like a pro fishing like a pro is where you might as well hit the register signs cha-ching but in open water to have the boat that I'm running as a pro for tournaments and for guiding uh, you know how much boats are I mean they're they're like a lot I mean when I first started my first boat for guiding was forty five hundred bucks and now, I don't even want to say the price tag. I could buy a house in my area right now for the, the price of the boats. And ice fishing, the best snowmobile, the best four-wheelers on tracks and all that stuff are a fraction of that cost. And you don't need to do that. A, a well-running run a snowmobile, snow machine, If depending on which side of north or south you are, a snow machine, snowmobile is, is an ice fishing machine. And four-wheelers are nice, but if you get a lot of snow, it's a snowmobile and um it's not expensive and kids love it because they can look at fish on an aqua view they can they can eat the fish later i caught this or they could let it go give it a name and let it go but it's very family like and remember you know one of the things winter's long and uh you need something to do and winter's a lot more fun if you have something called a throttle on a machine that you could press to go to a spot and set the hook, and it's 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 about catching fish. It's about fishing first of all. Well, we know it's about catching fish, but the fishing part's a lot of fun. And um, one thing about ice fishing is, and this is, I have a a, a Facebook site called F- uh, Fishing is my excuse to be in extraordinary places, and it truly is. Ever since I was a kid, I always thought that. And I said it like that. I was an old man in a nine year old's body when I came up with that term, my all my family said, but I love being outside. I like being on the lakes. And in the wintertime the, the sights and the sounds you hear are different than summer. Summer is absolutely gorgeous with loons and birds and wave action. But in the wintertime the sound of the breeze rolling through the the, the leafless trees and, and through the, the dunes of the, the snow is its own sound it's 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 a it's a hooing wind and and it's just really cool and outside of that you know because uh it's you know i'm not trying to uh make it uh like just an observation that's way over the edge but it really is it's a lot of fun and you can go on the ice you can walk up to anybody there even crabs and they'll say hi to you or talk to you a little bit and uh in open water it's a little different people want their space their privacy their boat you know, I, I'm not going to take my boat and just drive over someone's bobbers to go say hi to them. But in the winter time, hey, how you doing? It it's like, it's uh, it's really neat, and I think that's why uh, ice fishing is growing so fast. And winter's long. Let's face it, up here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're recording this in Minnesota. We got plenty of winter and couple days here we got some really cold w- cold weather coming in. You talked about extraordinary places. One of the things that, well, why we wanted to have, have you on today is the last time we talked to you, you kind of said Leech Lake was your favorite place. So I wanted to talk to you about Leech Lake today. Mm-hmm. What is it about Leech Lake that's special to you? Leech Lake uh,
1: is uh, a natural lake that was dammed up to create more acreage of water. So it's actually it hasn't been raised that much. It's just a matter of uh, Four feet. I, I'm, I'm just guessing off the top of my head because I can't even remember everything perfect. But <coughs> excuse me, the uh Leech Lake is 113,000 something acres, so it's a lot of acres almost probably with the high water, it's even a little more because it's probably up a half a foot or so. The Army Corps of Engineers really maintains waterways really, uh, real, real close. But Leech Lake has, has a really good walleye fishing. And the size structure, you can catch about everything. You, If you like just catching eaters and go fry them up, yeah, you have that. If you want to truly seek out trophies and catch walleyes that are 28, even up to 30 inches, yeah, it has that. Muskies. And uh, it has, and and it's, it's known to have its share of muskies that are pushing are over 50 inches. And even muskies over 55 inches. You know, that there's been many 55 inches caught out there and it's just a little bit bigger but then you're starting to get splitting hairs but they're i don't maybe it's the same fish no i'm just kidding but anyway and there's there's big slab crappies and there's small crappies too i mean they're not all big because it, you know it gets fished and uh but there's there's eater crappies and there's big ones big throwback picture crappies you know two pounders and i see them every year not a lot of them the average size is uh, 11 to 13 inches, so it's just a, a, quite a range. There's nice uh, bluegills uh, from eater size, you know, under 9 inches to trophy 9, 10s, and even bluegills pushing 11 inches. And where do you see that? You just don't. Hybrids. Uh, great smallmouth, or uh, uh, okay smallmouth bass fishery. Smallmouth don't exist in very many spots on leech, maybe about 10% of the entire body of water. But they're coming around, and they've always been there. They're not an invasive. They, they've always been there, and they're, there's some nice ones. Um, largemouth bass, they do tournaments there, and they have tremendous weigh-ins. But the smallies are starting to win them. So if that gives you an idea. And the, for those that like jumbo perch there's jumbo perch in there what's a true jumbo, a fish over 11 inches there's a lot of them in there and there's perch, I've caught them up to 15 but a good one there a true good sized giant perch there's over 14, mouth closed tail pinched remember people, mouth closed tail pinched, that's how we measure fish, don't stretch the jaw and the top of the tail, that's cheating uh, but there's white fish in there there's tulipies in there there's there's a 20-pound class northerns in there and there's a whole bunch of hammer handles you know there's two to three pounders driving nuts there's a lot of those Um, and that's just a you know that's not getting into subspecies well there's eel in there also the festival keeps the population under control there though they really do a lot of people come to the old festival but Leech Lake has everything is it the best of anything? I don't know if it's the best of one particular species, but if I could have a place on Leech like I would, it's not inexpensive there. Let's just say that. If it's inexpensive, there's a reason. Usually, on Leech, Leech is a, a premium place to buy a, a, a spot, but they, they do exist, and um, it's it's a place where you could say, "Well, I'm going to go for this today," or "I'm going to go for that." Uh, what happens? is you're on a large body of water so when i guide and leech i just my profits go down because they spend more gas you just do because you'll be fishing a spot and you'll say well i gotta go try this spot 18 miles away right and it's it's also besides all those fish and besides having quality fish it has huge waves at times so you gotta factor that in you're not gonna fish in walker bay and then the north end of portage bay In the same day unless you're really after it on a nice day you'll just cruise it because it's fun (coughs) but there's also some a lot of rocky areas and there's some sandy areas a lot of hardwoods around the shoreline but it's kind of a neat area and the lake itself has deep clear waters and it has shallow murkier waters and from one end to the other it's, it's it's several different type of lakes all in one Uh, I mean, you could catch a fish in Walker Bay, and I I don't recommend doing it because they pop, but you could pull them out of uh, depths that, uh, you know, what they call Davy Jones Locker. There's fish down there, and there's other parts of the lake where you catch walleyes in three feet. So it's kind of cool like that, and sparsely populated along the lake. You'll be in areas where you'll see cabins, and then the other side of the, the areas will be no cabins because it's federal land. And unless the Fed sell it, outside of that, it's it's a lot of trees and water, and uh, so it, the scenery is amazing. Um, there's any given day, you know, it's a giant lake. There could be a hundred boats out there, and you might not see one mm-hmm. because they're fishing for this or they're doing that. But so, it's a really tough list. <coughs> I don't like picking favorite lakes because I like them all. Right. I have little lakes I like. I like Winnabagosh is a great lake, uh, Cass, uh, lake, lake of the Woods, those walleyes, if you could put a hot dog down there and they'll eat it, I mean, that's Lake of the Woods, people go there because they're hungry, I mean, they just swim up and eat your bait, they, you don't have to sell it to them, you, you could suggest it and they pound it, you know, and, uh, leech is a good ice fishing spot but don't expect lake of the woods results because lake of the woods is a day bite but i've caught a lot of walleyes in leech like in the middle of the day and they just come up and just hammer it um red lake's an amazing lake because that lake uh walleye if you could t- remove the water and see the walleyes it must just look like ants on candy they're just everywhere out there there's walleye swimming around that big and the acreage that we could fish in red lake is just flat with little rock piles um, red has become super popular and taken a lot of pressure off leech in the winter time. uh, So I'd say if I had to pick one, i pick leech because the diversity of fish. And uh, I just answered anybody's question that's looking for a retirement spot. And the real estate people should buy me a beer for that. But uh, definitely um, is is the highest on my list if I had to pick one and I did. And you got to hear a lot of other names when I did that.
0: Yeah, we kind of... It was a winding, twisted road there. It was, and the, the car's still intact. <laughs> so when we're going to go walleye fishing on leech, how do you tackle a body of water like that? What are you looking for when you're deciding to where we're going to go ice fishing for walleyes on leech? Well, to give you kind of a, an idea of how leech works in the
1: summertime, it's wind-driven. So if the wind's blowing into a shoreline point, there is fish there and if there's not fish there it's because there's 30 boats hitting that same point with the same idea but you can get away from boats out there really easy uh, in the winter time well that doesn't happen so what you're looking for is flats uh, there is structure out there and structure you can put a house and maybe get several visits out of it and have luck it's mainly an evening bite in the winter time um because Uh, Of the clear water and it's a glacial lake it it has its finicky sides to it so not my favorite place to guide for walleyes but if they're biting it's my favorite because they're bigger and they're nicer and it's got an easy slot over there just one over 20 you're allowed four fish but it just means that you can catch really nice fish the ones you do get your your keepers are usually 17 to 19 and a half and then you you can keep one over if you want Uh, you can you can get a trophy Um, but the fish will be on these flats working their way through and they're swim they're swimming fish Uh, some lakes you really have to be right on the spot there are spot on spots don't get me wrong but you could fish for perch and catch a walleye out there because they swim through and and that's what i love about lakes like that as they're swimming so get on the edge of a flat where it drops or find the shallowest part of the flat and they will come through as they swim through to ins- inspect the bottom for crayfish or uh, young of the year perch. You know, uh, buckshot rattlespoon uh, in a perch pattern or gold uh, works really good. And you know, f- buckshot flutter spoon with a light stick will work there. It, that's just a that's like peanut butter and jelly with, when fishing leech in the wintertime.
0: How About perch, you talked about perch, and I know jumbo you- perch.
1: Yeah, They're oh, is there anything better to eat? one of my favorites i love perch and big perch uh swim the flats also in the wintertime a lot of our cabbage weeds and milfoil kind of dies off and lays down and perch love a vegetation because the crayfish eat it and they're in it so their food's hanging all over the place you know climbing up on the vegetation and perch are eating sh- uh crayfish there's some freshwater shrimp it's not like devil's lake or anything but there is shrimp there there's mayfly larvae and there's young of the year perch. So, spoons, flashy spoons in, in uh, 10 to 14 feet of water. And 14 is a magic number on leech. That's where uh, light fades and, and the fish feel safe. Uh, 12, sometimes 12 feet is, is good. But you're fishing flats and you realize, where do I even start in this flat? Whether it's walleye or perch, they're usually schooled on, on edges of each other where the perch and the walleye start. So you just go fishing for both, and then you catch them both, because you can't put a spoon big enough for a perch to stay off. I tried that. I had, I had lake trout spoons that I caught perch on just to see if they would, and they did. They're not the finicky perch that swim around with 25 shrimp in their mouth. These are perch that swim up and eat it. And the problem is the tiniest perch in the lake will eat a big spoon. So it's it's a lot of perch sorting, but you catch walleyes and perch mixed together. They like kara beds, which is a skeletal, fragmented grass that lays about the, the lake. They don't have roots, and heavy waves cause the cause it to flip over like a sheet and pillow up. Well, this becomes structure, and they swim amongst it. Kara, if you remember, which is an, a form of algae, is a a, a spawning weed where walleyes and and uh, perch and everything else lay their eggs and it has an antifungal agent in it to keep the eggs viable well this also holds crayfish and uh, sometimes be more uh, hard bottom uh, creatures but a lot of insect life and, and crayfish so they root through it and they work the edges uh, good, good place if you're looking down the hole and it looks like a bunch of skeletal vegetation you're in a good spot and fish those areas and and now that stuff changes from year to year, depending on the wind, you know, and or somebody's anchor.
0: <laughs> I know you're a you're a bluegill guy. Oh yeah. What do you do for bluegills out on Leech? I I, I love bluegills. And
1: you want to know my favorite spot? I bet you do. We, we all do. <laughs> well, I will say the bluegills are in every bay there. Their population is a, a, is small for the lake of that size they're not through and throughout the lake like on a small lake there'll be bluegills everywhere but the bluegills there are in vegetated areas and they're there the winter time's tough for bluegills there i if i sent you there in the winter you'll never fish leech again for bluegills uh, for me summertime fishing cabbage beds and uh, slip bobber fishing with small leeches is the best and from spring till summer uh very catchable uh in wintertime, if you find vegetation, good, tall, standing vegetation, there's going to be bluegills in it. But there's spot-on-the-spot the spot things. There's a lot of water that is not bluegill water. And what happens on Leech Lake, so let's say you take the, 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 the parts of the lake that hold bluegills, I bet you're only 10% of the entire lake. And uh, there are areas that look like they could be, but they're not. They don't have the right this or right that. Need a little mud need a little cabbage need a little coon tail, and they don't just drop into one deep hole where you could just pick at them like some lakes there are lakes that everybody could just wipe out because every fish is in a tiny hole nope on leech lake they'll they'll be in these big flats areas like everything else just a little shallower in a perch and you catch them perch fishing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh but there there are years where where you catch them when you're when you're not fishing for them on the ice and then you start fishing for them and you don't catch them again and you put you, you drill everywhere it's one of those fisheries it's a window thing and they bite right before dark they move up on where the weeds were and they feed on coronamids which are a blood worm and uh, small wax worms on jigs work really well you know some of the some of the better areas are in and around the walker area there's no particular one spot that's better than the other. If you find vegetation, they're going to be real good vegetation. There's going to be bluegills in there. So give it a try and you might be the only holes there because literally no one fishes there for bluegills in the winter. If you find holes and there's bluegills, that means I was there. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's just how it is. You know. <laughs> so and and so yeah, Ron, that's that's about the best and Leech Lake has little bays off of it. The bays that are shallow and weedy have the have the the most gills, and a big one can pop up anywhere. It's it's well distributed and it's not overfished.
0: Awesome. You talked crappies earlier. Let's talk crappies on leech. Crappies on leech uh,
1: in the winter time. Uh, there's another migratory fish that in the middle of winter no one's finding them, but out in the middle in the walleye waters of the main basin main lake on the rocks swimming by people have witnessed thousands and thousands of crappies and they catch them as fast to get it down and there's 12 to 14 inches and then they never see them again and they're gone and they're the school of fish is 200 yards wide they swim through and they'll leave the bays swim around the lake and it's like they don't swim the same water over and over and they don't go deep there's no way to corner them but there are years that the fish will hold to weed lines and then it's like a shooting gallery for them. But for, if you're going to fish crappies on leech, um, we do better on the bays around leech. Um, and and fish in the vegetation like you would for the gills. They're in the same spots. And they're really nice ones. So if you have electronics that shoot to the side in the wintertime, it ain't going to matter. Because the lake is so giant, you got to go into the heavy vegetation to find them. And savvy ice anglers that hit the lake and and use waxworms and small baits while they're perch fishing are catching bluegills and crappies both. And they're they're, they're very drifty and scattered on, on the lake. So it could be a challenge in the ice for bluegills and crappies, but it could be pretty amazing on the perch and walleye's and northern pike. Uh, so it's just so big and, and limited on on habitat for those type of fish.
0: Yeah. What, what about the pike out there? How are you going after those? Pike, if you put out a tip up, it's
1: gonna the flag's gonna pop, and it, it shouldn't take too long because it's a great great uh, lake for that. There's a lot of pike in Leech Lake. Highest, some of the highest numbers they've recorded creel and creeling, and, and there's a lot of forage for them, so they do, do really well.
0: Awesome. Yeah, so it's 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 really cool. <laughs> you got people outside the window. <laughs> They're saying, "Hey." Now yeah, I'm it's, tapping on the window. Welcome to the St. Paul Ice Show. Folks. I love it. This is great.
1: We're having fun here, and I mean, it's got everything you need. There's ice fishing. There's uh, there's pop, and there's hot dogs. <laughs> I had the chicken, the chicken wild rice soup yesterday. That oh, was, oh, that oh, it's amazing. Fantastic. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. Stop down by all means. I'm going to be in the Frable booth quite a bit of the time. Fish Monkey is here, and that they make the best gloves in the world the um, Humminbird is here with their electronics Aquaview and these are the booths I'm going to be in Northland Fishing Tackle yeah, and so I, I kind of go from booth to booth and kind of help man it. And as soon as it's busy, I leave and <laughs> <laughs> go to the next booth. No, I'm just kidding. I just love uh, working here and being here. And it's about getting the story out about what exists.
0: Yeah. And one of the things I see you do a lot is you spend a lot of time just talking with people. Yes. And what's that like for you?
1: I love it. It's it's like, uh, you know, I'm in a bait shop in the summertime before my guy trip. And I always I'm bump into people and I. They want to know the lowdown, and I give them a lowdown. So if I'm ever a few minutes late, and you know what happened, and that's what it, this is. This is in the bait shop. You're you're meeting with people right before you go fishing, and so they want the lowdown. They want to know what's new, and at this show, uh, the, the wallets are flying out because everybody's buying, you know, good deals and having a great time, and and uh it's kind of a almost a social event you know like other shows are interesting not like this this here that i've i've seen people that were here since i've been here there's people that they should punch a clock they're here yesterday and today as long as me and they're not tired like i am <laughs> spending a lot of time in here and- oh they love it they love it and uh uh that's why this show is so popular um ice fishing is a is a friendly thing you know and and uh but yeah it's it, it it's it's fun and there's quite a few people in this building that are going to be heading to Leech too but everybody's got their different species to go for and you know walleyes are definitely the most sought after but then in late winter everybody's after the perch and the bluegills and crappies hardly anybody fishes for if they have a photo shoot for tackle or house company or something they'll they'll go for bluegills and crappies then but nobody wants to drill that hard so that that's what I'd recommend and then as far as whitefish they get better later ice in deep water Um, and we catch largemouth bass everywhere I've caught them perch fishing walleye fishing and they were just run out of vegetation there is milfoil in the lake now which is going to change everything i do believe that it'll be easier to catch panfish in the years to come in the wintertime, as they have something to hold to which helps hold them still for us mm-hmm. it's not about them being there it's about them holding still for more than one day and uh, so milfoil sometimes with lack of snow will we'll keep will stay green and and hold fish and and then we got a way to you know, corner them, so to speak.
0: Something you didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to share?
1: Uh, Well, one thing uh, on Leech Lake, uh, you know, I'd mentioned big spoons are fine and perch pattern spoons for walleyes and perch. But if you are fishing panfish, it's that hour of power. It's, you know, it doesn't, generally it's not a daytime bluegill crappie bite, it's hour of power. If you do find them, uh, your best bite's going to be and that last uh, when the sun's about hitting the treetops and in uh, the same in open water is different it's a morning bite and uh, it just seems like morning is really good and then the evening can be good but morning's good but what changes in summers is you have bug hatches and these activate the, the panfish and have a feeding during the day and uh, it could be good but all that all that is uh, it's just about getting there and going there and doing it and uh, even even though it can be a little bit more work for panfish. It's way more rewarding You could fish many other lakes and never see fish like you would here
0: <laughs> Lots of people outside oh, want to get a chance to it. talk to you Yeah, so really appreciate you coming on Brian if people oh. want to learn more about you or find you Where's the best way to do that? Uh, you could uh, go to uh, Facebook or
1: uh, Instagram uh, and Twitter and uh, check out Brian bro bro and if you go to the Brian Brosell fan page, I have openings on my Facebook, it's full, but if you wanna get on my Facebook, do that. You just gotta wait for somebody to move or die or move on or something. But yeah, check that out because then you can see what I'm up to all the time and I could see what you're catching too. I appreciate you having me, thanks Chris. Awesome, thanks
0: for coming yeah, on. You betcha. Thanks for listening, thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.